buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, two longtime Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAM. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning and Gary Callagher here from Raymax. Raymax. Mr. Callagher, how are you doing? Jim, we're doing great. It's good to be uh, on the current uh, Twin Ports Real Estate Show. We've got a abbreviated show today, only a half hour, because we've got some sports going on. But um, <clears throat> been a lot of real estate news going on recently. And uh, locally, the elections are done. Nationally, the elections are done as well, so yep. um, it's always interesting to see what will happen after those elections. And although this was an off-year election, I don't expect too much um, that's going to you know rattle any of the, the real estate markets. But um, uh, I think one of the, the top stories, Jim, is uh, out of the Twin Cities. And you know, if you if you were following any of the Twin Cities. Um, information they uh, have rent controls now right I, I thought they were I saw they were voting on it and that was one of the one of the things on the ballot and so St. Paul passed that did they get like a four percent increase annually and that's it I think it was three uh, percent okay but um, and then Minneapolis has, uh, you know, they're they're on the same track. They're going to do the same thing, I would imagine, at some point. But the fact that these communities are, um, you know, taking this these steps, uh, I'm not sure what that signals. I'm not sure what to think about all this. Why would they? Why would they want to be involved in, you know, private? You know, it's a, it's a private industry. It just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, you got to remember, they just voted um, on whether or not they wanted to defund their police. So I, I I think that talk is even crazy, you know, to defund the police. So this doesn't really surprise me. But, man, we haven't heard about rent controls since, wow, um, a long time. I mean, the last place I heard had rent control possibilities was New York. Um, have you ever seen rent controls in the state of Minnesota or Wisconsin? No, I have not. I haven't either. It's always been a, a fair market, um, you know, kind of a thing. But, you know, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that the Twin Ports are just like it is down here in Florida. I have so many people that come down here annually and they rent a house in this city or that city, you know, for, for a couple of months in the winter and... Um, they can't find anything. Um, everything that is available for rent is gobbled up very fast. So that drives the rental prices up, of course, um, in both markets and all markets. So I, I'm assuming they're doing it because the rents are getting so out of control that a lot of people can't afford it. Um, it just, it's just mind-boggling to me, though, that um, to put in a 3 or 4% rent control annually is is gonna well i guess it would help those situations but i think it's going to hamper the values of those properties what do you think well i it it, it certainly I, I could hamper a lot of stuff i mean it could ha- hamper uh 
development. I mean, if you drive down to the Twin Cities right now, right. you go down that, that 35 corridor, they're pumping up some some uh, some of these apartment complexes like mad right off the interstate. And you you got to believe that if they start capping the amount of money that they can charge for these units, uh, that, that it, it could hinder the investment. It could hinder, you know, what these developers want to do. But, um, you know, and, and, and I think part of this deal was that there's no exceptions, you know, so nobody's grandfathered in. And uh, uh, and so, you know, on one hand, I, I, I understand it's expensive to rent, you know, and you look at some of the rents up here in Duluth, you know, with the with some of the newer uh, units that they put online, it's very expensive. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I there's a, there's apartments that are four thousand dollars in Duluth, Minnesota, and in Superior, Wisconsin, and they're and they're just large apartments. But I'll, I'll say this, Jim: Would we rather not have these buildings? No, absolutely not. But it, it, I mean, to you and to me both, we've talked about this before. It's mind-boggling how much the value of rent has gone up. Yes, I mean, it is. Um, it's it's. I think it's outpacing the value of, of real estate, I guess, in, in percentage-wise, but I've never seen rent prices so high. And, and it's the same thing is happening down here in, you know, southwest Florida is, um, you know, what used to rent for, you know, $1,000 a month is now, you know, let's say a year and a half ago is now 1800 or $2,000. I mean, that's how fast it's gone up. But but yet they're continuing to build these apartment right. complexes. You know that one up in Hermantown just opened. I think it's called the Arrow. Right. You know something like that, right on the corner of Ugstead and Fifty Three, and uh, uh, so they're continuing to to build this. So you gotta believe that there's still a lot of strength and demand for these uh, apartment buildings. <clears throat> well, and, and, and market know, rent is going to be. It, it's supposed to be fixed by. You know, supply and demand, and so they keep building. They keep building. You'd think that it would have an impact. And the thing that I wonder about is, with so many new apartment buildings, you know, in Duluth and Superior, and in the Twin Cities too, you know, because it has all changed so much um, with the growth. It's mind-boggling where everybody lived before, <laughs> isn't it? You know, I know. I mean, it, you think about it. They didn't tear and- that many units down, you know. So. The growth has got to be good, but wow, it's um, I know it's 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 unaffordable for a lot of people, and I get it. Um, but I I just don't understand how that kind of a rent control. Well, it's gonna it's gonna hurt the landlords for sure. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it could I think it could hamper future developments for sure. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on that because eventually, I think something like that will come to the Twin Ports. What did it? What, yeah. What, what What was the percentage of pass versus fail? Did you look at that? I mean, was it a landslide or was I, I it think close? It was over fifty percent pass. I okay. think it was like almost fifty three percent in favor of it. Yeah. Yeah. When I was down visiting my my daughter and son um, a few weeks back, I saw that I saw those signs to vote yes for that, and I and I googled it, and that's that's. How I came up with it, I couldn't believe that they were going to... I mean, that's the first I had heard about it, but wow, it passed. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's that's certainly new news, but I think some of the other bigger news too, Jim, across the real estate nationally... Is hey, just, Gary, is, let, let me interrupt yeah. you there because we got to take our first break. So folks, hang in there. We'll be back on our abbreviated Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Just stay right there. Hey, Gary, check that. Let's take a break here in a couple of minutes. My timing was off. Okay, so let's go on to what you were going to talk about. Well, we're going to Zillow. 
Jim, you know, the guaranteed offer that Jill has been selling for the last several years um, across the country, they stopped it during the uh, the uh, pandemic, uh, but they're stopping it altogether right now. And uh, they're giving up. They've lost tens of millions of dollars, if not more, and um, in revenue for buying these houses for top dollar and then losing money on the resale of them. And so um, <clears throat> Zillow has uh, is going to change their business model as to uh, how they do business and they're getting out of the uh, the home buying industry. Wow, and I you know this this topic has to has to transfer in after our next break which is now coming up in a minute. Um, that's amazing. Uh, and I wonder what it's if it's going to do anything to Chris Lindahl's business because he's the big guaranteed offer guy especially down in the cities and a lot of people don't realize it but when he writes a guaranteed offer on your home it's it's usually through Zillow. So um, I wonder if he's turning to the the competitor of Open Door, or, or but anyway, um, there's still a few people out there, a few companies out there doing it. Well, I this doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit when we come back on from the break, Jim. But I think that this is this is an important milestone for um, what we've talked about for the last few years and some of these major online portals trying to get into the real real estate industry and become national real estate brokers. Yep. All right, Gary, let's take that break now. Folks, you're tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning and Gary Callagher from REMAX. Um, Mr. Callagher, you're up in the Twin Ports. Why don't you uh, give out your phone number? I'm at 218-390-0615, Jim. I'm still looking for uh, one-time showings on real estate. If somebody's got uh, properties up to, say, seven, 800000 as land that has water, um, have uh, active buyers, have active buyers looking uh, for properties with a view, if you have anything in the city, or just anything, you know, a nice home that doesn't have any water in the basement. They're very spooked about buying a home. They're not from the area, and they don't want to buy a home with any, any you know, water in the basement. So if you have anything, just let me know. We can do one-time showings, and uh, uh, yeah, there you go. All right, and uh, you can get a hold of me. Um, I'm down in uh, uh, Punta Gorda, Florida, which is by Fort Myers, and I've sold a lot of places to people who are from up in the Northland there. It seems like um, people are catching on to my idea, Gary, of uh, let's buy a cabin in Florida. Um, but anyway, you can reach me at 218-348-7653. All right, let's get back into the um, the, the Zillow uh, getting out of the instant offer game. Uh I agree with you. I thought I thought it was going to be a loser on um, them, you know, buying those and, and investing in them. I can give you my personal history because we do have open open door down here, which is similar. Uh, and I've shown a few of those listings, and it's it's a little weird. You have to set it up in their own little system they, instead of uh, they they put it in the multiple listing service, but they also don't use the normal system. So I know it throws a lot of the realtors off, um, you know, on how to set them up. But uh, you know, the, the the few that I've been in, their 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 goal was we'll come in, we'll buy your house, we'll give you an offer, um, and then you move, and then we come in there and we spiff it up a little bit. Um, and make it look all you know nice and, and somewhat staged, and then we put it back on the market. <laughs> well, Gary, guess what? 
the the ones that I've gone through, um, it looks like it looks like the people moved out. Somebody swept the floors, and then they put the sign in the yard. You know, you and I both know. So when people live in a house, uh, it can you know like behind the couch and stuff is hidden because there's a couch there. Or it's got really nice furnishings and it makes the property look really rich when it's there. And a lot of buyers, you know, they walk into the house on the final walkthrough and all of those, you know, beautiful furnishings are gone. They go, oh, this kind of looks different now. And that is exactly the feeling that people would get when they walk into these um, these, these open door vacant houses because there's no... They didn't do any of the any of the repairs or any of the upgrades. I mean, on my feedback report to them, I I, I actually did um, you know tell them that the sliding doors are sticking, the walls need to be painted. You should fill in the holes that are in the walls that were left by the by the big screws that these people used to obviously hang things from the wall. This is a, just a long list, and I thought you know. They're supposed to spiff those up so they sell for a profit. No wonder why they lost money. How about you? What do you think? Well, I think, you know, we, you go back a few years ago and, you know, Zillow started to get into this, um, you know, buying properties. They wanted to be a national real estate company. That's really what, what one of their goals were. They went from being an online uh uh, online platform for real estate agents to promote themselves and sell themselves for the banking industry that are the mortgage world to to uh, have a platform for people to to access them easily to deciding to get into buying homes and create this online uh, real estate company that you know actually you know in, in essence is going to be a national real estate broker and that's one of the big concerns that we had <coughs> you go back in 2018 2019 but they started buying these homes, Jim, and I think if I remember the right, the number was they wanted to buy five thousand homes a month. Right. And then they they and they started doing that. They were very aggressive at it, but they now have come to realize that you can't buy these homes because what they did was they would buy them, but they would buy them at a discount, Jim. And I think the discount was like twenty five to. 45% somewhere right in there. And I, if you remember correctly, we had a little story about my daughter and son-in-law in Las Vegas. And they took a pretty big hit on their home. But Zillow did buy their home. and um, uh, But that's how they bought them. But in this this market, trying to buy a home in a hot market, right. where you're putting it on the market, you got multiple offers, that business model just was destined to fail. And, well, and really, that's what happened. Well, and tell me about the one you you were when you we were talking about this before we went on air. You were saying that you read about a property in California. R- recap that for our for our audience. Well, I think uh, I don't know if this is in California. Okay, I'm this sorry. Is a, an individual that Zillow bought their home. This was last week. They paid him five hundred and fifty thousand dollars to buy this house. Right. A week later, they contacted him again, and they asked him if he was interested in buying it back for three hundred and fifty, which he did. Wow. So this is just an indicator. You know, they've lost uh, the numbers are now at like up to in the three hundred million dollar range on this uh, uh, buying these houses, these guaranteed offers, and they've laid off several thousand employees. And um, uh, it sounds like they're just going to get back to the online platform where agents and mortgage companies can you know promote their services 
and uh, uh, they still have several thousand houses in their uh, you know chain that they've got to sell, but they're going to lose millions more here. So um, interesting. And then the other thing, Jim, that I think was important is all of these other online platforms that are trying to t- capture listings and sell. <clears throat> uh, when you look at the numbers, they account for maybe one percent of the actual real estate sale activity across the country. Right. And so you you group all these iBuyers together, the, the iBuyers, Redfin, Open Door, all these companies that are doing this. It accounts for one percent of the activity. So it, it's it's just not something that buyers are readily embracing and and i really think it comes back to the experience jim the relationships that we have with people and how they value that you know and you know as a real estate professional it's really difficult for somebody to work with you over the years and 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 then have to go it on their own when they really trust what you say and they trust your opinion and um uh, you can't get that on your own and so right um i i think that this is an important message to the uh, uh, industry, to the marketplace, is that, you know, these fads are going to come and go, but really at the end of the day, Jim, uh, taking care of people, establishing long-term relationships with people is what we've done for years. And I think that these fads with these online platforms are uh, are interesting, as always, to see, but I just, uh, you can't, I think these guys know now they don't work. And when you're losing millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, it doesn't take long to say, yeah, we're out of this. We're done. Right. And here Bloomberg is uh, reporting that they have, they're going to divest themselves of their current inventory, which is about 7,000 homes. And uh, they're estimating it's going to be about $2.8 billion. They're going to try to sell it to investable, in, institutional investors. Um, and they said that many of those would sell for below the purchase price that they paid. So yeah, they're, they're going to continue to write down the losses for a while until they get rid of all that. Well, and then I think Jim, you go back to pre, um, housing recession in the early two thousands. If you remember the buzz back then is the banks wanted to get into the real estate industry. They wanted to own all the houses. They wanted to. Thank goodness they didn't. And well, they sure tried, but, and then all of a sudden the recession happened and guess what they owned everything yep yeah (laughs) yeah their dream came true (laughs) and uh and we all know where that went and so um uh i I think that these like i said these fads are going to come and go but at the end of the day we as the real estate community really control this market and you know i think that we'll continue to do that and this is just going to help strengthen uh what we do um and uh continue to help people in the market right yeah and, and when, it, when our market is busy like this i mean it's it's very easy to think well i should get into that you know area because it's so profitable but if they look at the historical value of real estate it does go up and down so you can't make a prediction you know and here's another thing that's kind of related to that gary i listed a house down here yesterday um for two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. it needs a little bit of love uh and we have spectacular pictures you know, I I received two cash offers from two different investors, um, and they haven't even seen the property. You know, so um, they're they're obviously low. We're going to be able to get more money than that, but they but they throw them out there, and I think that once in a while people say, "All right, fine, I'll just take it and run." Um, but you know, it's 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 there's still a lot of that kind of buying going on out there. 
Um, but yeah, on a scale how like that, it's hard to keep. Jim? I, I don't know what we're doing. We're we got about time, 30 but... seconds left, so about time to okay. sign off. Quickly, Jim, mortgage interest rates, 30-year fixed conventional, 3.125, FHA, 30-year fixed, 3.625, and your no down payment VAs are at 3.25%. Yep, okay. Well, market's a little bit up. All right, Gary, last one last time for your phone number, and then we got to get out of here. 218-390-0615. All right, and my number is 218-348-7653. Thanks for hanging in with us so for all these years on the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we'll be back next week to broadcast again.